Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 36, Structuring Your Story for Happiness. I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very happy member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we'll be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast today. Last time we talked about the art of being more patient. Today we're going to talk about how to restructure your own story for finding more of the happy in it. So, what makes a good story? A good story needs conflict and resolution. A good story needs tension and then relief. A good story needs mystery and revelation, loss and gain. A good story needs setbacks with comebacks and reunions. There are many different types of stories, just as there are many different types of people who tell stories, but they all contain the same common elements, characters, plot, and a journey. Characters give the reader entrance into the life of a story. A story can be about a single character or many, but without characters, there is no story. Characters in a good story will seem real. They will have flaws and even contradictions. Through the story, the character will need to enter conflict, and throughout the story, the character will need to change, to overcome, or to rise above. A story needs a reason to be a story. A story needs to go somewhere, to take the reader somewhere. Plots can be simple or complex. They can be wide-reaching or short, as long as there is a plot. The story sets the plot in motion and continues until resolution. If the characters exist without purpose, then there is no plot, and then there would be no story. There must be motivation, something the characters strive for, or something that they want. Once the characters and the plot are combined, then the story has the third element called a journey. The characters move along the story's journey through the plot, making choices and selections about their journey. The story moves forward as the character's decisions affect what happens. That's called the cause and effect. So along the journey of the story, as characters choose their paths, these paths can lead them into twists and turns. And along each path, the characters begin to change as they deal with the consequences of their choices. In a good story, there must be a journey. The journey the characters undertake could be a physically demanding journey, an emotionally challenging journey, 
or a spiritual journey, but there must be a journey. Now, I want you to think about what the elements are of a good story. We're going to use those ideas because now I want you to think about your very own story, your own life story. So, what is your story? Along your life's journey, do you sometimes come across a few pages in your story that include conflict, looking for resolution? Are you sometimes in the middle of a chapter full of tension, mystery, and defeat? In your own story, have you ever had a few chapters called setback and drawback, hoping that the next chapter will be more about comebacks and conquests? There are many different types of stories just as there are many different types of people who live them. But I think in each of our lives, we will all face many of the same common elements, characters, plot, and a journey in our life. Do you know that you are in charge of your own story? You are in charge of how you see your story, and how you tell your story. No matter the plot, no matter the problems, the challenges, no matter the setting, the place, the time, and no matter the other characters in your story, in between each page is a place where you can change the way you view your story. Sean Aker explains in his book, The Happiness Advantage, our brains are like single processors, capable of devoting only a limited amount of resources to experiencing the world or our own stories. Because our brain's resources are limited, we are left with a choice to see our life with a story of pain negativity, stress, and uncertainty, or to use those resources to look at our life through a lens of gratitude, hope, resilience, optimism, and meaning. In other words, while we of course can't change reality through sheer force of will alone, we can use our brain to change how we see the world And that in turn changes how we react to it. Happiness is not about lying to ourselves or turning a blind eye to the negative. Happiness is about adjusting our brain so that we see the ways to rise above our circumstances. I love a quote also from President Nelson that teaches... The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. As you focus on Jesus Christ and focus on a new perspective to help you recognize the hand of God, you'll be able to say just as Nephi did. Having seen many afflictions in the course of my days, nevertheless, having been highly favored of the Lord 
in all my days, end quote. In each of our own life stories, happiness is about seeing the ways to rise above our circumstances, to rise above the settings in our lives, where we live, where we are, to rise above the plots, the twists, the turns, and the challenges of our lives, and to even rise above whatever journey we are on in our stories. We make sense of our lives through the stories we tell about our lives. The story of your life, much like any story with characters, plot twists, tragedies, and triumphs, is also likely to have conflict, tension, and setback. It's through the telling of your life story that creates a sense of meaning for your life. Psychologists stress that how we construct our story plays an essential part in determining our own level of happiness. How you see your story, your own simple shift in perspective, changes the experience you have of that story. So, what you do then is you step back and you see your own life, complete with all of its challenges, triumphs, and twists. But this time, as you see your story, you see it from a wider perspective, allowing you to stage your story, not as the main character in it this time, but this time, see yourself as the author of your story instead. When you can see yourself as the author, you will be able to see and have the ability in your story to edit, to refine, and to start a new chapter in your own story. The story you choose to tell about your own life is inexplicably linked to your happiness. The bottom line is that we may not have had control over the outside circumstances that have happened in our lives, but we do have the internal control to shape the story we allow it to tell. And I just think that's so important and I love that part. We all have stories we tell ourselves about how we view both ourselves and the world around us. Many of us are unaware of what a powerful impact these stories that we tell have, but they shape our outlook on our life and ultimately shape our destiny. In the book, Choose Happy, Sarah Gregg teaches three things we can all do to change the way we see the story in our lives and incorporate a life journey that will open up space for a new story, a story about your life which will serve who you really want to be in your life, how you really want to show up in your life, and what thoughts about your life story are going to be most useful for the rest of your life. So here is story edit number one. First of all, find meaning in your life's experiences. 
think of a particular turning point in your life. Maybe it was a relationship break. Maybe it was the loss of a job or even the death of a loved one. And then ask yourself three questions that will help you find meaning in that experience. Number one, what lessons can you learn from this situation? Number two, what did it teach you? And number three, is there a way that you can help others learn from the experience you had? Story edit number two, add some redemption. Stories of redemption begin with the bad and end with the good. If you've had a bad experience in your life, try to reflect on the good that it brought to your life, however small that may be. It could be the strength it gave you, or how it shaped the person you are, or how you are now becoming better because of it. A wonderful example of a redemption story, of course, is the story of Ebenezer Scrooge in Charles Dickens' story, A Christmas Carol. In this story, Scrooge begins his change toward redemption as he tells the ghost of Christmas future. And I love this quote. He says, I know your purpose is to do me good. And as I hope to live to be another man from what I was, I am prepared to bear you company. And I do it with a thankful heart. End quote. Don't you love that? I love the part that says, I know your purpose is to do me good, and I do it with a thankful heart. Story edit number three, tell a growth story. Go back to an experience in your life and think of the story as how you have positively grown from that experience. Once you can see the growth your experience will become linked to levels of well-being and happiness. Think about how the experience helped you grow as a person and how it has helped you make better decisions about your future. Growth stories include people who have turned maybe social anxiety, maybe a failed relationship, or even employment burnout into empowering stories of becoming more than they were before. We make sense of our lives through the stories we tell about our lives. The story of your life, much like any story with characters, plot twists, tragedies, and triumphs, is likely to have conflict, tension, and setbacks. It's through the telling of our life stories that create a sense of meaning from life and finding meaning from the stories in your life will lead you to find more of the happy in it. Look back at your life through the lens of gratitude. Notice the blessings that have come through the challenges you've had. Can you tell your new life story through the lens of gratitude? Can you add a chapter about hope and resilience? And can you add another paragraph about optimism and meaning? What lessons have you learned? How have you grown? 
what relationships have been strengthened or left behind? And has your faith in Jesus Christ increased? Rewriting the way you tell your story can alter the way you think about all of your life experiences. And as your thinking changes, your feelings will change. And as your feelings change, your actions will change. And as your actions change, so too will your life. You have the superpower to shape any external event in your life into the story you want to tell. The story you choose to tell about your own life story is inexplicably linked to your finding the happy in it. So, what are you doing in your life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days in your story when your life will soar, and there are days in your story when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life, even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet. You will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we're out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today. Now, go get your journal or paper and get ready to change the way you see your story of the past you can create more happy in the story you are living today and the story you will be writing for tomorrow. Bye for now. See you next time.